Remember you were working at that pet shop, huh? First day you was there and I came in and bought both these animals, huh? Sure, I remember that. I came in, I bought this bowl and I bought the, uh, bought the animals themselves, the food, the marbles that go on the bottom there. Remember in the mountain? Remember that mountain? I had to get rid of that mountain though because they kept falling over and flipping, you know what I mean? Pizza with bullets. No, you really shouldn't. Pretty sure. There is no not metaphor on this movie. Good. What? It's saying things. It's okay. Hi. That was just my computer. Go. Go. Hi, Go. everybody. Hi. Guess what? Yeah. It's really cold here right now. It's really cold. <laughs> Are you gonna talk like that the whole time? Hey, maybe. Oh God. We just watched Rocky, everybody. Hey, yo, Rocky. Hey, you, Rocky. Hey, yo, Adrian. This movie was stupid. Do you really feel that? No, way? not at all, oh. actually. Sorry, I actually like the movie. I don't want to say actually. This is number 57 on the list well, from 1976. 57. Our, what is this, our second or third you... 70s movie in a row? Ye- no, because or, we just oh, did, we did, uh, we did right. the Gold Rush. We did the Gold Rush, so Nashville. Well, before that before was that. Nashville. There's a lot of movies in the 70s. Oh, yeah. No, we have a lot of 70s movies coming up. Yeah. Because the next movie after this is Jaws. Ooh. Well, goodbye, everybody. That's the end of the yeah, episode. Bye, everybody. The end. Mute the mic. A 30-second episode. Yep. Well, um, no, it's a good Rocky film. Now we're talking the original Rocky, yes. right? The one with Sylvester Rocky Stallone. Rocky from 1976. Yep. It's an hour and 59 minutes long. It was rated PG. It is a drama slash sports movie, although that does have lots of funny moments. I'm not sure if it was supposed to be funny, but we laughed. <laughs> it has an 8.1 out of 10 with no meta score. And one creepy painting. Oh my God. That Which super weird. Well, okay. So if you go to the website, you'll see the painting that we're talking about. It's we. I posted the screenshot from the scene that the painting's in. Adrian and Polly have the weirdest creepy it's the 70s. woman it's the painting. 70s i know with the wood faux paneling all over the place the flower wallpaper oh my god 70s in a nutshell well what would you think about the movie <laughs> what it was pretty okay <laughs> did you like it was it good did you hate it i don't love sports movies yeah. in general unless they're about baseball basketball with cartoon characters or hockey yeah, see, I basketball. Okay, Space okay, Jam. Space Jam. Space I was just Jam. gonna, and then the Mighty Ducks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was the What was the first one you said? Anything about baseball? Oh, so okay, because I love baseball. I kind of That is not true. Not anything about baseball. Good movies about baseball. Because Mister Three Thousand is base is about baseball. Yeah, with like Bernie Mac and like. There's a Tom Selleck one too. I think. Oh God, there's some really terrible baseball movies. Baseball is kind of. Oh no, I like movie. actually I do like fighting movies because I like the fighter. Yeah. And I like Warrior. So, I guess because, I like because, I mean, I guess I don't love it as much as I love, like, The Fighter and Warrior because it's, they're, they're newer and, you know. Which, Bo, you have to keep in mind, they I feel have, like. They're I, more compelling. I feel like those movies have Ow. movies like Rocky to thank for their. Oh, absolutely. You know, like, this was obviously the, the four founder of a certain style of sport movie. It very much so is. Not saying that the story hasn't been done prior to Rocky. It's just, it's very, you can tell this was the the, the starting ground Oh, but for I do it, like so. Remember the Titans. It was a football one, wasn't mm-hmm. it? And I like the, okay, I lied. I like sports movies. I'm full of shit. Ignore me. Everything you said was a lie. Everything I just said was a lie. You are a liar. I'm a liar. Well, um, I, I liked it. 
I retake it back about it being pretty okay. It's a good movie. I it's a sports movie. I I have never seen Rocky, as I mentioned in the previous episode. If you haven't listened to the previous episode, I said at the end that I just I've never seen it. I I've seen movies like like the Mighty either. Ducks. I've seen like I've seen sport movies before, but I have never seen. I, hell, I've watched a soccer movie all the time as a kid. The Big Green. No. Oh. Ladies, Ladybugs with Rodney Dangerfield. Okay, good. Yeah, for you. yeah. Watch that movie all the time. It's weird. Anyways, um, like I watched, I watched sports movies as a kid, but I never ever had an interest to watch Rocky. But I kind of actually want to watch the other ones now. Okay. Like, there's a part of me that wants to watch Rocky two through six, mm-hmm. I suppose, or Rocky two through Balboa, I suppose you should say. But like, I I don't know. Like, I kind of want to see where they go. Now, I know it gets ridiculous. I know they get crazy at one point. Oh, there's like a robot Polly buys or invests in. That's his housemate. I I know that happens. Okay. It gets weird. And like, I know spoilers. Like, I know, I guess if you've never seen the Rocky movies, like I know the whole thing with Apollo Creed happens. I know Draco. I know all that stuff. But Draco. I've never seen the... I will break you. I've never seen those movies, and I would like to actually kind of watch right. them. Now, having seen this one, I'm, I'm interested in seeing the rest, so, you know. Well, anyways, uh, what is the summary? Did you read the summary for the film? Lindsay. Sorry, yes, I had a text <laughs> message. I'm sorry. <sighs> um, Rocky Balboa, a small-time boxer, gets a supremely rare chance to fight the heavyweight champion Apollo Creed in a bout in which he strives to go the distance for his self-respect. I would say that's accurate. There's a montage. There is a montage. A montage. There's a there's lots of animals. <laughs> He's got a weird fascination with animals. He does. And I don't. I couldn't tell if it was like okay. So it was it Stallone oh. trying to be like all fun like, fact. He's soft. Yes. The rest of Stallone. Wrote this movie. Yeah. Which I did not know that. I knew he directed <laughs> a couple, but I didn't know he wrote it, which is nuts. That's crazy. I did not expect that whatsoever. Um, do you want to read your summary? Rocky is six. Quit being drunk all the time. And don't eat the turtles, Burgess Meredith. <laughs> I love the summary. <laughs> don't eat the turtles, Burgess Meredith. He looked like he was going to eat the turtles. Well, he said something about them making good soup and then don't eat the turtles, Burgess Meredith. <laughs> what? Wait. All right. Wait a minute. Wait what? a minute. Wait a minute. What is this? Wait a minute. Wait Why a minute, does wait this minute. say that this was directed by John G. Avildsen? Because it, it, When in the credits, it was directed by two people and neither one of them had that name. Are you sure that wasn't the produced? Hold on. Let me get the... You do your thing. Let I will do my thing. Out. Let's go Let into the awards section of the podcast. Here's the awards section. All right. So this film had 20 wins. It had 40... Maybe I did just see the producing stuff. Okay. Those were the two I thought it was the producers, but Never I could Never mind. Be, I'm sorry. I wrong. Uh, this movie had 40 award nominations. Okay. It won 20 of those. It oh. had, uh, for Oscars, one, two, three, it won three Oscars. Yep. Was nominated for an additional two, four, six, seven. So it actually been nominated for 11 Oscars for Rocky. <laughs> 11 Oscars. Yeah. Um, it was nominated for, but did not win, Best Actor in a Leading Role. Okay. Sylvester Stallone. For Burgess Meredith, obviously. Best. Oh. <laughs> I said Sylvester Stallone's I know. name. Best Actress in a Leading Role, which is the Talia Shire. Talia Shire. Talia. Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Burgess Meredith, for Sylvester (laughs) Stallone, obviously. Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Burt Young. So it had two actors in a Supporting Role nominations. Best Writing Screenplay Written Directly for the Screen, 
Best okay. Sylvester Stallone, Best Sound, and then Best Music Original Song for Gonna da, Fly da, Now. Da, the cliche song. Da, da, da. It won Best Picture. Okay. It won Best Director. Okay. And it won Best Film Editing. Interesting. So it, it actually won... Uh, Good awards. I don't mean to keep using the word actually. I hate when people do that. It won good awards. Yeah. For uh for the Oscars. The ones that matter. I mean, best picture and okay. best sound. You say so. actually and I say you know. Yeah, I try not to say actually anymore. Uh, it also is in the National Film Registry Yay. as of 2006. Oh, good. So it is a newer entry. And That's I have not. one more award. Uh, Sylvester Stallone in 2007 was inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame and Museum for paying tribute to boxers in writing and creating the underdog character of Rocky. Oh, okay. So he was inter- you know, he was inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame even though he never cool actually boxed, but because he For being a righteous dude. Yeah, a righteous dude. There's a movie that needs to be on this list. Righteous dude. Bill and Ted's? Fer- Bueller. Oh, Ferris Bueller, sorry. He's a righteous dude. He's a righteous dude. Um <laughs> technology for this film. Really? I have technology. I wish everyone could have just seen the hand wave you did with that, because it was brilliant. waved and spun my hand around like I was a medieval court jester acting. Technology for this film. This is one of the first three major films to use the Steadicam. Yeah, you already know the technology. Okay. The Steadicam, for those of you who do not know, is a device that was invented by Garrett Brown in 1971 and introduced into the industry in 1975 to be started being using in films, which came out obviously the following year. Um, That is a device that allowed them to actually put the camera on kind of like a, a tripod that is attached more or less to the camera operator himself. So the camera operator could walk around holding the camera. Oh, I actually didn't know that. That's what Steadicam meant. Yes, it. What it? He originally called it the Brown camera or the Brown device or something like that. Like, <laughs> but they changed that. It, 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 that name. The didn't, Brown Note. <laughs> it's something. It was something like that, and I, and I wish I could remember what they actually called it. But they. Uh, so what he did is he he invented it. This guy, this guy Garrett Brown, invented the camera mm-hmm. rig. It's a rig. It's not a camera, but the camera right. attaches to the rig. It wraps around the uh, the wearer's uh, stomach and chest. He basically mm-hmm. wears a vest, and it will allow him to. Oh, it's like what Aaron did that one time. Yes, it allows you to stabilize the uh, the, the 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 camera so that way the camera can the camera guy can just walk around up and down stairs. It was used primarily in the staircase scene. Um, going up and down when he's uh, or right. not going up when he's running up the steps that was used it was also probably a more modern reference that we've also already watched the movie and I'm almost certain I've already talked about this yeah is in Goodfellas yep the big long take where he walks yep. through the kitchen and all that stuff they used a steady cam now when you watch it in this movie because this is one of the first three films that really or first three major films that used it the guy who invented it actually was the camera guy because it was so new of technology it's not really good in this movie the camera kind of bounces around and, and it like, doesn't tips sideways right. and it's because the rig is on it's a, hard the rig is on a device that actually will allow the camera guy to spin the camera well nowadays they can do it they can spin the camera a full 360 right. degrees spin move and then turn it turn it turn it uh, turn it what or vertically in 360 degrees and okay. horizontally like you could turn it any direction it pivots it pivots pivot 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 i love that line um friends reference who doesn't uh, pivot. 
shut up, shut up, shut, <laughs> shut up. up. <laughs> um, so that mo- so this was one of the first few films that actually got to use the Steadicam. It was kind of a big ordeal. The other ones were Bound for Glory and Marathon Man, which both came out in 1976. Nice. So those three Marathon films um, were were all used uh, the Steadicam. So that's that's my technology for this episode. Okay. And uh, we shall move on to your thing, and we will come back to my new section after I'm done with oh, the okay. stuff that I've learned. Stuff and that things. That sounds good. So, Lindsay! Okay. Trivia. Most of the scenes of Rocky jogging through Philadelphia were shot guerrilla style with no permits, no equipment, and no extras. The shot where he runs past the moored boat, for example, this is during the training montage, yep. by the way. The crew were simply driving by the docks, and the director, John G. Avildsen, saw the boat and thought it would make a cool visual. Sorry, it says a good visual. And so he had Sylvester Sloan suddenly get out of the van and rog along the quay for a while while Avildsen himself filmed from the side door. A similar story concerns the famous shot of Rocky jogging through the food market. As he runs, the stallkeepers and the people on the sidewalks can clearly be seen looking at him in bemusement. Whilst this works in the context of the film to suggest that they're looking at Rocky, in reality... They had no idea why this man was running up and down the road being filmed from a van. During the scene, this scene, the famous shot where the stall owner throws Rocky an orange was completely improvised by the stall owner himself, who had no idea that a movie was being filmed and that he would be in it. <laughs> he did look like, Rocky did kind of look like, or sorry, Stallone looked like that was not supposed to happen, but he kind of played along with it. So that was kind of a cool moment. After the producers Erwin Winkler and Robert Chartoff became interested in the script, they offered writer Sylvester Stallone an unprecedented $350,000 for the rights, but he refused to sell unless they agreed to allow him to star in the film. This despite the fact that they he only had $106 in the bank, no car, and was trying to sell his dog because he couldn't afford to feed it. They agreed, but only on the condition that Stallone continued to work as a writer without a fee and that he work for an act, as an actor for scale. After Winkler and Chartoff purchased the film, they took it to United Artists, who envisioned a budget of $2 million, but that was on the basis of using an established star. They particularly wanted Robert Redford, Ryan O'Neill, Burt Reynolds, or James Caan. United Artists didn't want Stallone to star, and when Winkler, Winkler and Chartoff told them that the only way they could get him to sell the screenplay was to agree to cast him, United Artists cut the budget to $1 million. And had Chartoff and Winkler sign agreements that if the film went over budget, they would be personally liable. The final film, final cost of the film was $1.1 million, and the $0.1 million came after Chartoff and Winkler mortgaged their homes so as to complete the project. Do you have anywhere in there that mentions how much the movie made? I don't know. Its total gross in the U.S. was a hundred and seventeen million dollars. Holy crap! Worldwide was two hundred and twenty-five million. Okay, so they made their money. They back. made their money back two hundred and twenty-five times over. Okay, good. <laughs> um, when shooting the scenes in the meat locker where he punches the slabs of beef. Stallone punched the meat so hard for so long that he flattened out his knuckles. To this day, when he makes a fist, his knuckles are completely level. And we're not talking about, like, the flat part of your hand. Right. We're talking about the ridges, like the top of your knuckles. The actual knuckle portion <laughs> is flat, which means I kind of want to look what, at it. I mean, it. that would make sense, right? Because you punch with... You're supposed to punch... Well... No, because if you... Okay, watch. If yeah. you're punching... Like, with the flat part of your hand, your knuckles still bang into stuff. Yeah, so you, that would be pounding it down yeah. to make it Oh, flat. it hurts my hand. 
Let's talk about the moment where he gets his eye cut because no, it's no, pussing no, over no, his no, eye. No, 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 And then blood no, squirts up. No, no, <laughs> Je- Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Stop it. Hey, Jeff. Stop it. I was trying to touch my eyeball. Hate you. For everybody who wanted to know. Hate you During so his audition, <laughs> Carl Weathers was sparring with Sylvester Stallone and accidentally punched him on the chin. Stallone told Weathers to calm down as it was only an audition, and Weathers said that if he was allowed to audition with a real actor and not a stand-in, that he would be able to do a lot better. Director Avildsen smiled and told Weathers that Stallone was the real actor and the writer. Weathers looked at Stallone thoughtfully for a moment and said, well, maybe he'll get better. Stallone immediately offered him the role. Burn! Yes. Damn. Rocky's dog, dog Buckus, was actually Sylvester Stallone's dog in real life. And I'm assuming the one he was going to sell because he couldn't feed anymore. Which is sad. Hey, Buckus, we're going to get some food now for you to eat, man. That's more like a Bill Murray than a Sylvester yeah, Stallone. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I'm glad you entertain yourself. Oh, no, I'm over here having fun. I don't know about you. I'm having fun. The monologue which Rocky <laughs> delivers after turning down Mickey's, who's played by Burgess Meredith, yep. offer to manage him was completely improvised on set by Sylvester Stallone. He has since explained that he was heavily influenced by the fact that the bathroom of the tiny apartment in which they were shooting really did stink. Huh. He's like, you want to live here? <laughs> Tell you, it just reminds me of the end of Rambo when he's crying, or First Blood, whatever. Yeah, I think, I think it's First, it's Blood. First Blood. And he's crying, and he's trying to tell this story about Vietnam, and you just, it's Stallone. So the combination of Stallone not always being legible. Or audible. Uh, audible. Intelligible. Intelligible, that's it. Um, one of those words. And then him crying, it's just it's muttered mess is what it is. Uh, the ice ring scene was originally written to feature 300 extras, but the production couldn't afford so many people. When Sylvester Stallone turned up to shoot the scene, to his horror, there was only one extra. So Stallone hastily threw together the scene as it exists in the completed film. And ironically, this scene has become one of the most popular in the entire Rocky saga. I think it works better. Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, like I think it works better instead of it being all those people because now it's more personal one-on-one. Plus there's an excuse to have the scene keep moving because they only have 10 minutes to be on the ice. The first sports movie is first sports film to win an Academy Award for Best Picture. Um, during the scene where uh, Gazzo is talking to Rocky about not breaking the dock worker's thumbs, Gazzo pulls out an inhaler mid-sentence and uses it. Right, that wasn't written into the script. Spinelli or Spinell, who's the actor, actually has an a- had an asthma attack and really had to use his inhaler on camera on the spur in the spur of the moment. <laughs> Avildsen liked the authenticity it brought to the scene, so he decided to leave it in the film. I always like that so many of those little things happen. It seems like in Hollywood, those happy accidents happen, and like the director or the editors would just be like, no, I think we're going to leave that in, because that just makes it more real. You would never have thought to give that character a breathing problem, or like right. that, the fact that they needed an inhaler. Mm-hmm. That's just so weird. According to Burt Young, who plays Polly, <laughs> during the filming of the scene where Polly walks home drunk, an actual drunk wandered onto the location and told Young he wasn't acting drunk convincingly. <laughs> so Young asked the man to demonstrate it, and Young then copied the man's actions for the scene. This film was shot in 28 days. Um, it's a fast turnaround time. In an interview, Sylvester Stallone was asked if he and Elvis Presley ever met. 
Sylvester Stallone said that in 1976, after Rocky was released, Elvis contacted him and asked him to visit Graceland and bring a copy of the film with him. Stallone told the interviewer that he was too afraid to meet Elvis and he didn't go, but he did send a copy of the film. And apparently Elvis did indeed watch the film with some friends. Did huh. Elvis die in 76? I thought he, I thought he did. Because I thought he died like literally like the day before my birthday, like 10 years before I was born. 77. Oh, okay. So it would have been a year Nine later. Nine years. Is it the 16th of August, though, that he died? Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's the, the 16th of my August. Birthday. It's just it was 77, so. This is number four on AFI's uh, 100 Most Inspiring Movies of All Time. <gasps> There's okay. another list we could do. Oh, my. We're going to be doing this show forever. <laughs> I will go home right now. <laughs> no. I am tired. I'm saying that as a positive oh, thing. You didn't sound very positive when you said I've had that. a bad day. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. I had to go to school today. I had work. <sighs> Crap. Anyways. <laughs> One of the posters for the film featured a shot of Rocky and Adrian holding hands. Although this was one of the most popular images associated with the film, the scene this image was taken from was cut from the film. Do you talk about what scene that is? No, it. it's not in the movie. No, I know, but I didn't know if you no. had trivia as to what that scene was. No. It's supposed to be it's them after, holding hands, apparently. Yeah, after they after the after the movie, how it ends, the original ending of the film dealt with them walking off down the hallway, and that's the shot from them walking down the hallway. But the audiences thought it was too depressing, so they just wanted to cut. Gross. Sorry. The scene that involved Rocky and Adrian kissing in Rocky's kitchen. Kissing. I'm going to put that in quotation that fingers. That is not kissing. In Rocky's kitchen was originally not scripted the way it was shot. <laughs> Talia Shire had contracted the flu and was worried about getting Sylvester Stallone sick, so she was very hesitant to kiss him. Her hesitation and behavior was actually such an improvement over the scripted scene that they decided to keep it. And indeed, this scene has become Stallone's favorite scene in the entire Rocky saga, and both he and Shire see the scene as a birth scene for Adrian where she's awakened to a new life of doing it. <laughs> so much doing so it. So much doing it. Like, total change around doing it. <laughs> Rocky's address in the movie is 1818 East Tusculum Street, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 19134. When Rocky does his famous run to the Philadelphia Art Museum located at 2600 Benjamin Franklin Parkway, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 19130, if he took the most direct route there, he would have run 5.29 miles. Not bad. Which is not that far. No, that's it's a decent, I mean, 10-mile round trip. Yo, Adrian was voted as number 80 on the movie quote list by AFI of the top 100 movie quotes. That's an episode we should do. We should just talk about all the quotes. Eight. Adrian itself Adrian, <laughs> is number nine on the 100 Greatest Movie Lines by Premiere in 2007. Oh, that would have been great if both were on the AFI list. It's like, really, uh, so you just cut off the yo? Yo, Adrian. <laughs> yo, Adrian. Uh, this is the highest grossing movie of 1976. Number two on the AFI list of the 10 greatest films in the genre of sports. We need to start farming out the other list other people. Yes. We should do that. Hey, okay. Anybody out there listening currently, if you want to do a podcast, you should do one of these other lists. Contact us and talk about it, and we can throw you on the network. We'll do it under the top shelf banner. They should start doing other lists. That would be cool. That would be fun. I'd listen to that. (laughs) Just saying. Okay. Just don't become more popular than us. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. I will find people. (laughs) 
you gotta you always have to be at least 10 likes underneath us 10 listens underneath us preferably i will find them Two scenes where Rocky runs up the museum stairs. The first where he can't do it, and the second during the gonna fly now training sequence is what it's called, where he runs up them triumphantly. They were filmed two hours apart, the first before the sun rose and the second afterwards. (laughs) I always wondered if they did that. That probably would have made sense because they were already there. So Stallone quit smoking while making this film because he was getting out of breath. (laughs) The single most expensive cost on the film was makeup. For what? Like just general makeup? Yep. The, all the, all that mean, guess, sh- that face stuff is yeah. fake. Um, when he agreed to make the film, Avildsen had never watched a professional boxing match, nor had he seen a boxing movie. Don't. <laughs> well, but I mean, like, you could make a movie about boxing, I think. The film had such a low budget that according to Carl Weathers, he and Burgess Meredith shared a cramped dressing room. <laughs> Oh, poor Burgess Meredith. The original script featured a pretzel vendor named Andy, who was a boxer back in his day, who Rocky frequently talked to outside Mickey's gym. <laughs> Seems extra, extra, yeah. Didn't seem to be necessary. Rocky is not the character's actual name. His real name is Robert Balboa. This was seen in the rough script for the second film. He took the nickname from the real-life boxer Rocky... Marciano. 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 Which is the poster he's got hanging up in his bedroom. Oh, I wondered about that. Um, let's see. When shooting a famous jogging scene through the streets of Philadelphia, Sylvester Stallone pulled a tendon in his leg and was taken to a nearby hospital in a wheelbarrow. (laughs) What the hell? Wheelbarrow? Yep. What? Okay. (laughs) Um, Rocky's explanation of the turn southpaw to Adrian is inaccurate, but includes an element of truth. According to the new Dickinson's Baseball Dictionary, the term was coined in the late 1800s to describe left-handed pitchers Mm -hmm. who, facing west in most ballparks, had their left arms hanging on the south side of the ballpark. The term was applied to other sports, including boxing, and eventually came to general use. Let's say southpaw. I've always known left-handed people being called southpaws. I am one. It's for my father, however, but... Who would, be, who would be that right age? Yeah, to... my grandpa actually says it, too. Yeah. My grandpa is also left-handed. Because my dad's Southpaw. He, he played baseball and softball Southpaw. Is your dad left-handed? Mm-hmm. You're not left-handed, are you? Nope. Okay, I didn't think so. I thought I was the only one of, like, our circle yeah. of friends that was... Um, the only film in the series where parts of the fight scenes are in slow motion... Sorry, there's a lot of trivia. I'm just kind of... <laughs> Was it the end of that piece of trivia? What? It sounded like there was supposed to be more. I sorry, I was about expecting the about the the slow motion. Sorry, no, that's I, it. I thought you were. I thought you like paused for a second to like nope. reread the sentence. I'm like, wait, is there Ooh, more to it? Cher was considered for the role of Adrian. Oh my god, that would have been terrible. Yep, third major film to use steady can after Bound for Glory and Marathon Man. Yep, they're all from the same year. Yep. Cher um... as Adrian. Oh my god, that would have been terrible. She probably would have written a song. <laughs> That's all. That's Rocky, the end. There's a lot of stuff. If you want to, if you want more trivia and don't want to listen to me prattle on for the next 10 minutes, look okay. on IMDb. Head off to IMDb. I'm tired of reading things. That's fine. So I'm done. We shall go on to my two things. I have are you going to do your new, are you doing your things or are you going to do your new section? Let me do my new section first. Okay. I have a new section here. I don't really have a name for it. So right now. No, it's, what did you say before? It was just the, uh. 
because yeah, like I have it listed on the website as Rocky's spent slash earned money with inflation. Okay. Uh, or so like the like cost then and now or something like that or mm-hmm. prices then and now money now and then and now one of those things. If you guys come up with a good name for it, let me know and we'll put it on the website. Uh, basically, what it is is it's because it, I've done this every once in a while for past podcasts, but whenever they mention how like money in movies, especially older ones, yeah, pretty much anything before 1990, I always tend to look up what the what yeah. that money is with inflation. And I've mentioned it a couple times. This movie did it a handful, mm. so I wrote them down. And I will do this for from on out from here on out. Okay, this one just happens to have a lot. So um, forty dollars then for the first boxing win yep. that he earned is the equivalent to one hundred and sixty bucks nowadays. Okay, uh, the ten dollars for renting the ice arena then is the equivalent of forty dollars nowadays. Okay. So we spent forty bucks to rent the ice arena for ten minutes. That's, oh, for ten minutes. Yeah, that's the. Uh, I always miss that little like part of the <laughs> you know the ten minutes. The one hundred fifty thousand dollars then for Rocky winning the match because that was supposed to be the winning amount is the equivalent of $596,000 nowadays which I looked it up Christ. online and a underdog or like a like a lower end boxer mm-hmm. would maybe if they're lucky make 20 grand a match nice. so that's nowadays too so this is that's a shit ton of money it is uh, the $500 then from Rocky's Lone Shark when they're standing outside the ice cream or the, the they're yeah they're standing outside of a store or something like that his yeah. loan shark friend gives him the 500 bucks is the equivalent to two grand nowadays okay and then the final three thousand dollars that paulie spent on advertising for the back of rocky's robe uh-huh. is the equivalent of 12 grand nowadays oh so he goodness. he got 12 grand for putting that thing on the back of rocky's robe the like the the whole meat packaging logo. yeah with yeah. the shamrock on yeah it. yeah so that's the new section. I would like to try to keep doing that. Yeah, I like it. it. I just have to come because up with a name. Because we always look it up anyway. So yeah. I mean, in I, what was one of the first apps I got for my iPad when I bought it was the inflation <laughs> calculator. Because it's like I need to know this because I always do. What it. does this mean? What does this mean nowadays? So then on to my final section: stuff and things with Jeff. <laughs> Number one, <laughs> I could never be a boxer because I could never wear those shorts. My first comment on this movie. It really was. Number two, Polly is a dick. How Polly dare dick. you throw that perfectly good turkey outside? Oh my god. He was a huge dick in this movie. How are you supposed to like Polly? That's what that's where stop being drunk all the time. Yeah. He's in my summary that. is from. Stop being drunk all the time. Number three, best place to make out? Right by your dirty grungy <laughs> front door. God. What the <laughs> hell was that about? It was so weird. They start doing it and they just start sliding down the front door and they're like <laughs> Laying in front of it. It's so messed up. So they're like wedged between the stove and the door. Yep. What are you doing? By the way. What is even your life right now? Said dirty grungy door sex. (laughs) (laughs) Means you're now in a serious relationship with whom you do it with. Yep. Because right after that, Adrian and Rocky are cool. It was a birth scene of Adrian into a new life. I don't know about you. What does that even mean? Dirty grungy door sex. (laughs) I love Dirty Grinchy Door Sex. Gross. And number five, Apollo and Rocky are shiny. Yes. Fake it. And it's it's between two camera angles. Like, they start boxing and the camera well, cuts and, and, and the, he's, like, like, reflective. I know, because in, like, the montage of them getting ready, they're, like, rubbing Vaseline. Oh, and I go, yeah. I don't know how boxing worked back then. I don't think they do that. <laughs> Now, but I don't think they know. do it to the extent. I mean, they do it. They have different ways. Like, I think back yeah. then it was just the, it was more... Yeah, that's not wax on, wax off. <laughs> oh, wax on, um, Stallone. So those are the things, the stuff and things with stuff Jeff and things. that I learned from this episode. So final thoughts about the movie and regarding its placement on the list. Is, is it this first sports movie we've had? 
I think it is. Actually. I can't pull my list out because my iPad's put away and um, I'm not digging it out again. I'm pretty positive it is the first. Uh, yeah, I, actually, yeah, I don't remember there being any other sport movies we've watched yet. So this would have been Max the first. Max, we even got into Raging Bully. Why are all the movies, sports movies on this list, the boxing movies? Because you can do the whole, Where's like, Field underdog. of Dreams? Where's Field of Dreams? Where's The Natural? In Ohio. Where's... Or Iowa? Where's... It's Iowa, isn't it? I don't know. Where, like, <laughs> where's, like, know. isn't Hoosiers a baseball movie? Where's Slapshot? Where's Major League? Where's a league of their a league of their own should actually probably be on this list. I like a league of their own. I do too. I don't Are you crying? There's no There's no crying, crying in baseball. baseball. Plus we need another Tom Hanks movie on this list. I'm sorry we do. So I mean, it's okay where it is. I think Raging Bull cuz that's on this list and it's up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's actually is it pretty close to the top? Raging Bull? Yeah. Uh is number 4. Yeah. So Damn, that's yeah. high. Raging Bull is a good movie. I've never seen Raging Bull. I have. I watched it in senior comp. Oh, really? Yeah, because I've told you about my senior comp class, haven't I? I think so. Well, I don't know if I've told them. Tell those listeners. So, when we were in high school, if we didn't take AP English, we took... Did you have to take senior composition? It were, or it was an option to take senior composition. Or you mm-hmm. took a bunch... There's, like, a bunch of different, like, literature classes. Like, I took, like, contemporary lit. I took English lit at one point, And then I took senior composition. I took screenwriting. My senior composition... <laughs> I wanted to take sci-fi, but it was always full. Yeah. Or it didn't, like, work with my schedule because it was always during, like, orchestra or something. Anyway, so... Curse you, orchestra. Um, I took senior composition. And my senior composition class was taught by the theater teacher... Yeah, and yeah. so we watched classic American films and then wrote essays on them. So I watched Raging Bull, Psycho, the original Ocean's Eleven, Vertigo. Um, the I saw The Godfather for the first time in that class. I saw Apocalypse Now for the first time in that class. Um, and we watched The Breakfast Club. Sounds like a good uh, class. To it me. was a good class. <laughs> we watched Apocalypse Now in the theater. Like in the auditorium. Oh, wow. On the screen. See, that would have been cool. Because Ellsworth was working on a show or something. He just stuck us in there. It was funny. That sounds about right. Uh-huh. That sounds about like what would have happened. So yeah, I've seen Raging Bull because of that. I've never. Seen I don't it. remember it very well because, and I was young, so I probably didn't get it. But well, it'll be. I'm, That's why I'm, I'm excited f- to rewatch Psycho too. I'm looking forward to that. I love Psycho. That's just a good movie. Well, I think it's a good. I think this is a I good. I think it's spot a good spot. It. It's up there. Yeah. I mean, it's almost halfway up the list. And you said it went up position. It's moved right? up 16 spots. So it it stayed up. I see why people like it i mm-hmm. see why it is a cliche guy movie because it's all about you know kind I of say, like a tough call guy it a classic guy movie classic none of these guy. movies on here are cliche i don't no. think they're allowed to be cliche i just you know I, I can see why it's it's referred to as being like a guy movie mm-hmm. you know not saying women can't enjoy it no no i, I know that's not what you mean but i don't take offense to that. yeah it's it's because i'm a dude at heart so i mean dude Bra. No, if you look at the top shelf, and now actually I think it's close to the top two shelves of my Blu-ray collection, yep. it looks like I'm like a 22-year-old guy. <laughs> it's like all the Marvel movies, all the James Bond movies, Die Hard, Lord of the Rings, um, the Cornetto trilogy. Do you have something you need to Born tell us? Ide- or the Bourne trilogy. Um, Lindsay. I am a fully a girl. <laughs> Everyone knows it. <laughs> I am fully a girl. It's just for the, for the record. So, anyways, um, 
<laughs> I turn off the. You turn off the. Stereo, turn off you turn the, the receiver, receiver, and my bass, my subwoofer kicks on loud when you do it. Well, um, I know why it's. I can see why it's on the list. I see why it's on because I'd like is, to watch it like again. Like if it's on TV, I'll watch it. It's very much I would, so in America. I guess I wouldn't mind seeing the other ones. I would like to see um, the other ones now. I guess my only criticism is that. <sighs> Besides the fact that you the can't understand The story Stallone. needed to be fleshed out a little more. And maybe that happens in the later ones. So right. that's cool. I mean... I'm willing to give the other ones a chance. I mean, I'm not like, oh, well, you know, it's not like the Hunger Games movies. Which isn't true because I saw the second one, but whatever. I'm curious to know, did he write anything? Oh, he did write... No, hold on. Did he write stuff before, Rocky? I don't know. You're the one looking at IMDb? He wrote an episode of The Evil Touch... I don't know. What that no clue what is. That I don't is. want to know what that is. He wrote. He had additional. It's an episode of Supernatural. <laughs> he wrote an additional dialogue for the Lords of Flatbush, <laughs> which to me sounds like a porn. Oh, um, fun fun fact. Uh, so school started this week, and I had to read an article. Okay, sorry, not the week that you're listening to this, but the week we're recording this. So school started, and I had to read an article, and some guy's name was Wackenrotter, <laughs> and I laughed. So hard. And I literally laughed. I was by myself in my room reading it. And I laughed out loud and then went, God, I am a 12-year-old. <laughs> oh, yes. We need to talk about that. That Stallone is a six-year-old. I know yes. that was in your summary, but yes. we need to talk about that. Real quick, The Lords of Flatbush was a movie that I starred Stallone okay. and Henry Winkler. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah. The Fonz. Yeah. Hey. Hey. So, okay. Talk about how... Stallone so in this the movie Stallone is a being a six-year-old thing is because Rocky kind of just has this stream of consciousness thing going, and in the Rocky is six started with him telling Adrian about all his pets. <laughs> so I bought this pet. I bought this pet. I bought, I bought this these turtle. Two turtles. And we, they had you. the mountain, but I had to take the mountain out because they kept falling off the mountain. And I'm just like. And then, like, the reactions he gave, like, later on in the film, or, like, he just had, like, almost like he had, like, ADD, or he would just change his, he just changed I mean, he, he has gotten and... hit in the head a lot. He's a boxer. Yeah. It's just, it's It was funny. funny it was funny. Because he Then totally Stallone was. never, like, he has, like, three expressions, and that's it. And most of them were just his eyes are looking at you. Yeah. Blank of... He's got, he's got happy, like, smiling. Yep. Who he's actually smi- will smile. smiling at me. Um, <laughs> and then... I think he's got, like, a sad one, maybe. But normally it's just face. Yep. Even when he's laying in bed, like... Like, hide their face here. Partially crying, and he's talking... Like, and his in, face doesn't change! No. The, 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 the inflection of his voice... His inflection voice. changes, and the volume of his voice changes. Yeah. He vocal acts as opposed to acting with his face. Like, when he's... Okay, so after Polly like, like pulls the bat out of the scene, and he's, like, smashing stuff, and then Adrian he's, runs down, he... He's literally rocking. sitting in the couch, just on the couch, yeah. just staring like, at the both of them. And then like, he, what are you doing? He grabs Polly and he pushes him to the chair, and it's supposed to be like this intense moment where he's like almost intimidating and he's just looking at him. <laughs> he's not, no, 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 like, like, no, just, <laughs> I wish you could see the face because it was nothing. No expression. But it's still a good movie. It's like, I, it's believable movie. and acted well, but he doesn't have any facial expressions. It's just face. Does he have... Like, he's the opposite of Kevin Smith being Silent Bob. He only true. acts with his face. He only acts with his face. Oh, it's just so ridiculous. But I, I like I like the movie. I do. I really kind of want to watch the other ones just to see. He wrote... He wrote... This is the first time I'm singing it, by the way. This is true. We did make it. I may, I did the Gonna Fly Now. He wrote Rocky 2, 3, 4, and then 5. And then wrote, obviously, Rocky Balboa. Right. 
Oh, he wrote Cliffhanger too. Wow. Cliffhanger also. <laughs> cliffhanger the fourth. So no, is it Cliffhanger two or Cliffhanger comma T O O? Sorry, T O O. Okay. Not in part two. Boop. So well, okay. What is the next movie on our list, Lindsay? <laughs> Jaws. Damn it. I'm finding that piece of music, by the way. I will find the happy-go-lucky music for Jaws to feature Yeah, it, just end. listen to, that, to Glass Houses episode of Feed. I will find it. Scott talks about it, I think. <laughs> well, I look forward to our next episode, Lindsay. And, I do uh, too. Yeah, I don't have much else to say. Rocky, good movie. Recommend Rocky's it to people going movie. to see it. If you haven't seen Rocky, would you mm-hmm. recommend? Oh, yeah. I would see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would definitely. Uh, oh, yeah. We're from Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would recommend you going and watching it with a brat and a beer. And a beer. And, and a, a beer. Miller Lite. Oh, if you can get the Miller Lite, go ahead and drink that, too. In the retro can. <laughs> yes, eh? Because <laughs> they're out now. Because, <laughs> you know, Wisconsin's so close to Canada. Oh my goodness! It is. Well, we are close. We have another state between us. But yeah, that's true. Well, we have a hat. We have, we have like this little portion of a state that should just be Canada. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, Canada. Oh I hope there's nobody who's up in the UP because we just pissed them off. Sorry. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Take the shot, eh? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um. So, anyways, Lindsay, with that, it's all uphill from here, folks. Yay! Yay! Good night, Radio Rahim. This go movie went now. out to Radio Rahim. It did go out to Radio Rahim on his boombox because he probably listened to the fight. I hope that syncs up properly. <laughs> it won't. Bye. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Okay, Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm so tired. And I can't be enthusiastic about anything. I'm just tired. Must be enthusiastic. <laughs> I said enthusiastic, dun, not part of the dun, Lollipop dun, Guild. Dun, 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 <laughs> That's not the right song. Dun, 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 or you're the best around. No one's going to ever break you down. You're the best around. <laughs> you don't have to fade out. I can fade you out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like to fade out. Hello, Internet Dwellers. This is Jeff Bell, president of the Ghost Hat Network, here at the end of this episode to give a quick plug about some of our other exciting shows. But wait a minute, Jeff. You have other shows? Why, yes, random listener, we do. If you head over to ghosthat.net, you can find a heap of shows we produce on a semi-regular basis. Like... Super Happy Fun Time, the podcast where Colin Kirchner and myself sit one-on-one and talk movies, TV, video games, and other big things we care about. The Midnight Sleuth, a comedy detective mystery show in the style of old-time radio that follows the adventures of Midnight Sleuth and his partner, Linda Talbot, as they solve crimes, stop the bad guys, and poke fun at the source material. Famous Person Storytime, a podcast where celebrities retell their favorite nursery rhymes or fairy tales as best as they can remember it, even if that memory is completely wrong. So if you're in need of some new shows to listen to on your commute, while working out, or simply relaxing at home, be sure to head over to ghosthat.net now and subscribe to our shows. For more information about this and other projects, visit our official website at www.ghosthat.net or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ghosthat. <laughs> I like the ending.